0: Welcome, everybody, back to Stranger Damies. Um, This will be episode three. Um, Yeah, doing this, uh, they decided to come back. I didn't scare them off in the first session um, here. So we are back to entertain you all. Um, We're back on twitch.tv slash gameballpod. This will be on YouTube, and it'll also be in our podcast forums. So be on the lookout for that. Um, So uh, without uh, further ado... um, we will let uh Lavalette start off the show for us. So um, last time, our adventurers, uh, Barris, Ignatius, Rex, Barragon, and Cereal, um, uh, had escaped uh, the forces of the Twilight Seeker Dynasty um, as they um, were smuggling, essentially, Barris out of the uh, the Dynasty uh, over to the Enclave, um, the Hill Giant area. Um, once you guys got across, um, uh, Barris. Uh, informed you all that uh, there was a place he needed to visit in terms to um, uh, get some information uh, about uh, something that happened to his family. Uh, You guys travel to the city of Emberburg, and you are met uh, with the Darkness that is not known for this town. It's usually a uh, very lit up and lively town, but uh, everything seemed dour and dark. Um, As you investigate it, um, you notice that the fire crystals that gave the town its light um, had died out. And um, you went into the Vivid Fire, which uh, Rex knew from his time um, being in the Enclave here. uh, The bar in town. Um, You met a man named Magnus, uh, who is the bartender um and found out that the mayor uh Jome Antana uh went into the cave to retrieve a new uh fire crystal um and uh he had not come back yet and it had been a uh, a good bit and uh, Magnus was getting worried uh so you uh took him up on his offer for a little bit then a lot of money uh and headed on into the cave once there, you were confronted by some uh, kobolds and then a, a group of gnolls and their werewolf leader. Um, after dispatching of them, um, with the final gnoll being uh, eaten by alligators or crocodiles, whichever you want to call them, um, when Rex yeeted it into the pond, um, uh, you guys uh, secured both uh, the werewolf, who had reverted back to human form, and... Um, Jom and a, a couple fire crystals for the town. Uh, once back into town, um, you guys got to the Vivid Fire. Um, Magnus uh, set you up in the corner with both the unconscious bodies of uh, both Jome and the uh, werewolf. Um, and then uh, Jome awakened and uh, said to Barris um, that he had some information on the Delacroix. And that is where we left off, guys. Um, so... As you um, gather around the table here, Joan gets a little bit more of his senses about after uh, speaking to Barris, And he looks over and notices the unconscious body next to him. And and goes to Magnus. He's like, Magnus, take Lon down to the uh, cages in the basement. We will talk to him later. And uh, Magnus picks up the unconscious body and takes him into the basement. Um, and he, Jome looks around and, uh, goes, "Ah, thank you guys. Um, we'll get the, we'll talk to him. We'll get the fire crystal, you know, going, um, at some point. But, um, I, I think I need you guys to, uh, to come on upstairs here.
1: How hurt is Jome?
0: Um, he's looking rough. You know, a little bit of blood, you know, dry blood on the nose um, but, uh, it seems like he's... He can move around, but you wouldn't want him in a fight.
1: Uh, I'll cast Cure Wounds on him, first level.
0: Okay. Give and,
1: him
2: a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and you reach down, and you touch, uh, Jome. The, the light fills his body, and you instantly, uh, see him get a little more spry. And, um, his, his Dragonborn Scales... Um, look a little more uh, brightly colored than they were, and
1: uh, that's uh, six points. He heals for eleven he hit points. Eleven, okay. Eleven points. Uh,
0: yep, yeah. eleven. So he goes. Ah, thank you, friend. Um, and uh, I uh, only really know the um, the fancy fellow over there. What is your name, sir?
1: Um, my name is uh,
0: Beragon. Oh, thank you, Beragon. You are a kind soul. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's head on upstairs where it's a little more private and uh, we can uh, get everything out of the way um, there. So, um, he goes over and locks the door to the Vivid Fire and um, uh, leads you guys upstairs. Um, he looks over and explains, um, you know, uh, that uh, him and Magnus, you know, are retired adventurers and he's been gathering information on the six, uh, since he settled down in Embers- Emberburg. Um, and he makes a snide comment that uh, being the mayor has his perks in terms of trust of the people of the town and the uh, history, you know, the town records um, of the area. Um, uh, once inside, he, op- he opens the door, and when you walk in, um, you see what would equate to a uh, Pepe Silvia board, um, but instead of just one room, it, it, instead of one wall, it is the entire room. Um, there are notes, paintings, uh, pieces of paper written in different languages hung up. They're all connected by different threads and, and nails. Um, and he walks to the back. He starts rummaging through some uh, large scrolls. Um, he picks up one, um, tucks it under his arm walks to the table, clears off all the paperwork that's on that table and he uh, lays out uh, the uh, what looks like uh, the map um, of the area and um, we will go to for the people at home um, uh, the uh, full screen map um, let me hope I did this correctly um, I want to check one thing in studio mode here uh, before I Yep, okay, it's good to go. So, um... He lays out, and you see the map is just the uh, section of, um... The uh, continent of Volsaf. Um, That's just the independent states and sort of the uh, uh, southern uh, enclave of hill giants there. Um, This full-screen map is brought to you by Stone Age Gamer. So uh, be sure to check out our link below. Um, So, uh, here you, um... See the areas um that you are currently in right now. Um this would be very familiar to uh both Rex Ignatius or to Rex Ignatius and uh Surreal Um as you have traveled up and down this river and uh area a whole bunch recently. Um and he uh, lays in, he goes up. So this is um, Generally, um, and he points out where he had sort of uh, sectioned off the map, um, the area of the six. Um, do you guys uh, do you have any knowledge of of this? Uh,
1: I mean, I no, not that I can remember. You,
2: you...
3: yeah. Uh, no, I think I only learned about the six like a couple hours ago. Yeah.
2: Same here. I have no idea.
3: Yeah. From you're... a very
4: helpful uh, barkeep.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, Magnus, uh, when he gets nervous or upset, tends to uh, overshare would probably be the correct term um, for it. Um, he just uh, gets really worried about me whenever I go out on my own. So um, It's gotten us in trouble a couple times where he actually sent people that wanted to kill me um, over without knowing it. Uh, so but I can tha- see that happening. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, you guys were more than helpful. Um, so... Uh, I guess I'll give you a brief rundown of the six. Uh, feel free to ask any questions or anything as I go through. Um, and he um, <laughs> points to the map and goes, uh, so you guys have already encountered Lon, who is known as the Beast. Um, he controls the area um, from Embersburg to the Petrified Forest, uh, the Petrified Evergreen Forest. Um, his minions control all the travel on the land, And they are known to employ everything from goblins, kobolds, gnolls, all the way up to trolls. Um, Really, he just took advantage of the uh, hill giant's sort of laissez-faire attitude to people here um, and grew his influence while they sort of left him unchecked uh, because he hadn't really instigated with them or interfered in their affairs, so he was just able to sort of harass the smaller races and, and take control of the area. Normally, um, if he does bother you, um, uh, it is more because he deems you worthy of his trouble. Um, you know, essentially, he's not going to harass just people that don't look like they have a whole lot or um, aren't really, you know, a threat to him. Um, honestly, you, the only reason you ran into him was because uh, he seemed to be wanting to hold down the uh, the crystals in that cave, and um,
3: this, is, this yeah. is the dude I threw in the river, right in the water.
0: No, no, you had thrown one of the knolls in there. This is the uh, unconscious body you guys have in the basement. So, um, sure. uh, well, Why
4: did he want you?
0: Um, I sort of was uh, interrupted his plan of sort of taking control of the crystal industry. Um, so he kind of just knocked me out and thought, yeah, prob- uh, my assumption would be he thought it would be a good ransom to have the mayor of the town, um, there, uh, sort of maybe get some money, had some influence, you know, essentially, you know, always looking for more power that doesn't involve uh, angering the, uh, the giants.
3: Sure no. thing, so... Fabula Nova Crystallis.
0: got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So you keep this beast in a cage under your bar? Uh, No, that's just
0: for right now. That cage is usually meant for any criminals or, uh, you know, um, people that sort of make a ruckus at the bar. Um, We just uh, decided to put him down there now while he's unconscious um, so that we can uh, question him a little bit later uh, about the exact plans that he had um cage should be able to hold him hopefully um we haven't really tested it on on any of the six uh so fingers crossed uh but for now uh, magnus is looking over him so we should be good um at least for the next couple hours so um
4: so you hold people that that you hold people that come into this bar That it calls a ruckus. You put them in a cage. (laughs) Is is that... Am I hearing
2: that right? (laughs) I really like that idea. I need to start... I need to have a cage on my ship, I think. I like it. Yeah,
0: so... uh, The whole, just the hands-off approach of the giants in the area doesn't really allow us to construct jails. So I kind of had to do a makeshift one that they wouldn't really know about um, for any issues we had in the town. So... I thought the best place would be the, below the bar because I, I know that Magnus uh, would be able to, um, you know, uh, take care of anyone that uh, uh, tried to escape or anything from it um, until we decided how to deal with them or turned them over to the giants, one or the other. Uh, but, but Lon is a, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, he's a different beast. Um, so we're just hoping that we can uh, uh, get some... Get some kind of evidence or questioning out of them, and then get let the giants take care of them. But uh, for now, I think we're good.
4: I don't know why I find this so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this idea that people get too drunk and start a ruckus, <laughs> rather than kick them out of the bar, you <laughs> to <even laughs> the, the banks.
1: Is, I'm trying to figure out: is, is there a police station of some kind, or just
3: like no, a... not really? The Enclave is not. Re- um, the Enclave tries hard to not be a carceral state. However, uh, you know, some bar sometimes it's helpful to have a drunk tank. Yeah. <laughs> That's why this is owned and operated by like the entrapment. bar, offer- not by the government. Yeah.
4: You offer them alcohol and then they get too drunk and then you put them in a cave. It seems a little bit like entrapment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very much like this, entrapment,
2: if you ask this. me.
3: I think you're skipping over a couple steps, but <laughs> you know, and it also depends on, like, how this is enforced, and we don't need to get into this right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Do yeah. you sell this, this entire... This, this, this whole thing up here was not to uh, criticize some holes in my governance um, of this area, and... I
4: think we stumble upon the big bad evil
3: guy already.
2: <laughs> Found him.
3: <laughs> Look, Maris, I'll be happy to sit you down and explain the um, the... Uh, law enforcement philosophy of the Enclave at some other point in time, but for <laughs> right now what matters is that there's a werewolf in a cage in the basement.
1: <laughs> this entire
4: time I'm scanning his paper selfie
1: A drunk guy.
4: <laughs> yeah, so...
3: Okay, so um, Rex, Rex, Rex drags Ferris to the side and, and goes into a um, rant about the political philosophy <laughs> of the Enclave. <laughs> Well, we don't need to do that on stream, but it, <laughs> our characters will be back in a few minutes—in like twenty minutes or something like that.
0: And,
1: um... Is there—is there anything that sticks out on the uh, Pepe Sylvia board to me? I'm, I'm scanning it now uh, to see ro- if ro- stands tow, out.
0: Uh, roll an investigation check. Okay. Ugh!
1: Terrible six.
0: Six. So basically, you see um, everything that ranges from crude drawings to very detailed drawings of um, uh, monsters, but you haven't really encountered many of them. Um, there are some items that look familiar to you. You can't really uh, ascertain if um, uh, what they're from or anything. Um, you know, you don't. You sort of like see them go. Ah, then I'll come back to that, and then you sort of forget about it as you go through the rest. Um, so it just looks like kind of what you would assume like an investigation board would look like. You don't, you, nothing pops out with a six (laughs) in there. Um, Uh, so, uh, so Joan goes, all right. So, um, the next one is probably, uh, uh, pertinent to, to you, Surreal. Um, uh, the, uh, the sea monster, um, uh, patrols the uh, the port city around Astoria, um, and sort of the waters around it. Um, he really only interrupts um, when he sees a threat or a profitable, um, you know, haul for his brigade. Um, uh, the the items that I can figure out, and he points to a board that has like a whole bunch of question marks and different photos and stuff on the wall, and he goes. The only thing I could really figure out um, about him is that he uh, seems to go by three names. um, uh, Or technically four, but uh, uh, the three names, um, uh, he goes by Chapman, Hennessy, and McGowan when when people encounter him on land. And then, you know, he goes by uh, Riku when he's in the water. Um, And just for those Final Fantasy nerds out there, the spelling is R-I-C-O-U, not R-I-K-K-U um
3: <laughs> or RIKU. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, um he's like, so I don't really know what this person's uh name is per se. Um uh, I don't really go to Astoria much, so yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. The uh the only thing I can find evidence of is that um yeah, he seems to be the first line of defense for any uh any ships or armies that from both the, uh, you know, where the Ice Giants are or the, or the, uh, the Dominion um, try to come in and maybe interrupt the workings of the Six. Um, you know, so, and uh, one source down there told me that uh, if you've not encountered um, any of his followers on the sea or in the, in the oceans, um, then he just has not deemed you worthy of his time. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if you've uh, run into him
2: yet. I can't say that I have. Hopefully, we and don't. we want to keep
3: it that way. Yes.
2: Yeah. Agreed. I oh, want my ship yeah, in one I, piece. I,
3: I don't think I'd want to run into him. It's probably we're not, not a
4: cage downstairs to hold him either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Probably do not. not. I, yeah, I do not believe the sea monster would fit in a cage in my basement. Um and then the next one and he points to another uh uh part of the room he goes is the unseen one um he's known lo- he's known locally as Claude um no description of him obviously from from the mis- from the no- the name um uh, he seems to terrorize the coastal town of Shermer um his his motivations seem you know unknown some there see him as a savior and embodies... Like an embodiment of the gods that brings wrath down against evil people. Others see him as an unrepentant killer who chooses his victims randomly and without prejudice. Um, there's not much agreement in, in, in the town there. Um, uh, he seems to have, you know, both a, a godlike uh devotion and, uh, you know, also a... a, a a fear that a god can put on. Um, uh, he said, the only the only thing I have uh, pertained is that um, he seems to be uh, what's known as the immortal one, his, like, go-to chosen assassin, which would make sense, being that you cannot see him. Um, so, if you ever are in Shermer, um, be sure you guys uh, keep your eyes wide um, if you are causing any trouble or poking into things. Um, that most people wouldn't poke into. Um, then a little bit north of there, um, is where the, uh, brain-dead Oaf, um, who calls himself Karloff, um, he has a grip on a small town of Hilldale. Um, he rules that area with, uh, str- with strength, and, uh, he dares, you know, as most people here anger the giants to the north, um, as they are probably the only ones who he believes can challenge him. um. He does demand payment from the uh, local government to sort of stay away from the town. Um, uh, this allows them to have tourists, make money, and um, uh, keeps him nice and, and rich. Um, so, you know, most people that come through that town uh, have no knowledge of Karloff at all. Um, but, you know, if you do wander a little bit out of town, uh, you, might, you might run into him and his, his, uh, you know, his gang out there. Um, everybody good so far? Any
2: questions? Yeah. Taking it all in.
0: All right. This is very important if you're going to be, uh, around this area, um, to know this. Um, especially for people as as strong as you that you were able to take, you know, the beast out. Um, so the last two, um, seem to be kind of at odds with each other, but kind of a, a working frenemy type relationship, um. The uh, the crooning phantasma, um, better known as uh, Christine, um, haunts the city of Hawkins and tends to cast her power from behind the scenes. Um, She terrorizes the area with creatures from unknown locations. Um, Some said they even seen them emerge from the ground. Um, Their descriptions have have varied, um, and you see he points to two different drawings on the wall, and he goes, uh, one says it looks like some weird like, multiple Venus flytrap in in the head area. Um, and others say that it has two baboon heads. Um, we're not sure if these are the same monster or two different entities, but, um, the one thing we have discerned is that if you arrive in Hawkins and you anger the Phantasma by either direct conflict or interrupting a plan she is uh, implementing, um... You you kind of you kind of should run once you uh, start seeing um, any kind of hole in the ground and something emerging. Um, Please be very aware if you ever end up in Hawkins. That seems Uh,
3: like good advice generally. Yeah,
0: (laughs) this is true. (laughs) And then finally, uh, the one we probably have the least information on um, is the immortal one. Um, Name unknown. Description unknown. Um, the only thing we gather is that they are all... They seem to be the unofficial leader of the Sixth, um, and reside somewhere between the four cities of Hawkins, Shermer, Hildale, and Astoria. Um, they seem to never leave the compound, wherever that is, um, and the other five dare not challenge his power. Um, there's a couple letters I intercepted between, um... Uh, the six that just talk of, you know, um, solving problems before taking it to the Immortal One. Like, there there seems to be a very big fear, um, of them. Um, you know, not, not much is known, um, as I said. But the, the Legends increase in, like, implausibility, you know, depending on who you speak to. Um, you hear of super speed or, um the ability uh, to, you know, escape death. Um, There's even um, thoughts of, um, you know, uh, popping out of shadows and, you know, that he's some kind of shadow demon or, you know, just just really, uh, you know, inconclusive data. Um, So, uh, yeah, so that's about it. That's basically um, the sort of, uh underground behind the scenes uh, real power of this area and uh, yeah um, any do we have do we have any questions and you can see him like this is like he gets really excited talking about this um, stuff uh, to you guys
2: I have a question um yes please <clears throat> uh, when am I getting paid
0: oh and he uh Goes down and uh, lifts up the chest under the table and uh, drops off the money, uh, which I believe was uh, 2,000 gold pieces uh, split amongst just so. Uh, thank you. And he goes, No, thank you. I wouldn't be here if, if you hadn't uh, come and got me. Um, Magnus uh, tends to, uh, you know, just offer all the money we have in our safe when I go missing. So. It's a lot easier to just grab the bag that's in here and just hand it to whoever does it.
2: You go missing a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I didn't say I was a good adventurer.
2: We could. We get, We kind of gathered that in the beginning when we were talking to Magnus, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: Might be I'm, time to uh, hang it up, as they say.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of why I've gone into the uh, government here. Uh, and it saves me a lot of time to do what I do best, which is... Uh, gather any points around the room you know information on people
4: well hopefully you are better mayor than you are an adventurer but I believe you mentioned something about knowing a little bit about the uh, location of a Delacroix yes
0: Um, so and he uh, he sort of rolls up the map goes and puts it away um, and uh,
1: hold hold, hold on one second hold on Uh, hold, hold on uh, I'll, I'll just look at Barris real quick. Like, we want them here for this. Is this like this is a good idea?
4: Uh, I mean, I, I believe they uh, deserve to know if they're coming along with us and might uh, face a Delacroix or two in our midst. I believe they have the right to know a little bit, at the very least, about what we are going to face. I, do you not?
1: well this is not their issue but i'll I'll turn to the rest you know we help, we thank you for bringing us this far but if you wish to go no further we understand but we just want to know if you can be trusted
3: look i've already got my notebook out and so if you want to just start keep going with the exposition
2: <laughs> uh I am a trustworthy person, if you don't cross me. So, as long as we have a mutual trust... Mm, There'll probably
4: be some money in it for you. Seem to be uh, a thing that uh, strikes your fancy.
2: This is correct. Yes.
4: Yes. There you go. Barry, I appreciate your your cautiousness in this sort of situations, but, you know, they saved us once. I'm hoping that they'll save us again if due time
1: i just want to know that they are aware of the dangers yeah
2: i mean we saw you being chased by an elemental
4: (laughs) yeah if you cross us then barry will kill kill you or something i don't know
3: (laughs) yes as long as we find what i'm looking for i don't care
2: yeah i think what what are you
4: looking for you're opening up that conversation piece
2: I am not know nothing about a very,
3: very, very I'm mysterious. Looking for a long lost civilization that only so many people know about. Okay,
4: well, keep your secrets. Uh, the Delacroix, back to it. Uh, it is very interesting.
0: <laughs> so, all right, um, okay, we're, we're good to talk in front of everyone, correct? Yes. Thumbs up. Yeah, right. no, yeah I believe so. Yeah, so he goes... All right, so... What I got from my source um, down in Astoria... Um, he found out that uh, one of the Delacroix was going to be um, in Hawking's for an un- upcoming diplomatic event... Between the, uh, the Dominion and the uh, Twilight Seeker Dynasty and the Independent States. Um... That is, that is all he said he could disclose to me um, by letter um, in fear of it being intercepted uh, by uh, any one of the six. Uh, so he says if you could meet him uh, down in Astoria, um, he would have a lot more information and uh, have the ability to get you with uh, maybe a uh, face-to-face meeting with this Delacroix.
4: Uh, okay, do we know the name of this sort of informant? Did I miss it? Did you blow it and not catch it?
0: No, he, I had not said it yet. He, uh, he, he says the easiest way to find him is, uh, once you arrive in Astoria, uh, just ask the, uh, the town folk, um, to direct you to the, uh, Dire Straits bar and grill and, uh, ask, uh, to find Big Johnson in there. Um, and, uh, Once you, um, uh, speak with him, um, the, uh, code word is to just tell him that, uh, QB1 sent you.
3: Did you say Big Johnson?
2: Yes.
1: Sounds kind of scary. I don't know if I want to meet the Big Johnson. Is
2: that what it sounds like to you, (laughs) Barragons? Nothing else, just scary.
1: (laughs) It's very intimidating for some of us.
2: Noted. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure you can handle it. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: um, since, uh, uh, Surreal here, um, uh, has, uh, stated that, um, she has not run into the sea monster at any point in her travels, I think you guys should be safe, um, on a journey down to Astoria, um, which is probably a trip you have made many times um before um being the largest port city on this end of the continent. Uh so yeah. Uh feel free to uh you know, Magnus um you know, lift out uh, the the kegs upstairs for some ale if you guys want to drink. Um there's probably some some food ready in the kitchen if you want. Um nobody's gonna be coming in the bar. Um so feel free to eat, drink, and then um, I have to do uh, some mayor duties. If you want to uh, uh, check it out, as I uh, light the fire um, with the crystal to sort of light up the town again, and then you can. I thought you were gonna.
2: I thought you were gonna so... say you were gonna light the werewolf on fire. I got really excited.
0: I mean, that could be an option, but we do need to talk to him first. It, All right. Is, is this why you don't know much? Because you set people on fire before getting information?
2: <laughs> not typically, actually. Having fire on a ship in the middle of the ocean is usually frowned upon. But I could get used to it here. That's okay. what you're up to. Well, yeah.
1: We
3: kind of like the fire, if you could not tell. So, <laughs> yes, the, the nightlife of the town had died because they didn't have lights. And they now have lights, right? Yep, they're going yep. to have lights shortly. And also, um, part of Rex's faith is that he needs to spend... of his income on, like, fostering community and stuff. Yeah. So, Rex is going to be spending this time organizing an event um, to celebrate the nightlife returning. And I'm going to be spending 40 gold on that, making that happen.
0: Okay. Alright, so, uh, as the rest of you, um, head on upstairs, or downstairs, actually, um, and sort of, you know, intake in some ale and some food. Rex goes out into the town and uh, sort of gathers up uh, the people um, that he has interacted with before here and just sets up um, like a, you know, uh, sort of like a catering area and just uh, sort of things as a celebration for this light coming back on um, and reigniting the town, um, sort of invest in some little small businesses and things like that. Uh, with that 40 gold to sort of kickstart everything as part of his uh, tith that he needs to do for the Church of Rock and Roll. Um, so, um, as you guys gather, um, uh, Joan comes down um, in his formal um, gold and maroon um, sort of uh, formal wear. Um, and he uh, uh, looks at the group of you and goes... So, uh, it shouldn't take too long, um, if you, in about five minutes, we're gonna be doing the, uh, uh, the lighting ceremony, which, um, to be completely honest, I am making up on the fly here, because the light has not been out in 300 years, so there's really no record on what to do here, so, uh, feel free if you guys wanna, you know, have a couple more drinks, talk amongst yourselves, in about five minutes, um, we should be good to go. And um, at this point, uh, Rex, you uh, re enter the bar um, after doing your community um, outreach. There.
1: We're we're all still together at yeah, the yeah. You're all right? in the bar, and
0: Jome is exited, okay. and Magnus is still downstairs with Lon.
1: I'll uh, I'll move over to surreal. Would um would you feel more comfortable staying on the ship tonight or staying in the town?
2: Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm always more comfortable on my ship. It's really up to you guys, I think. It sounds like the two of you are in some shit. So what, what would you be more comfortable with? I guess it's the better question.
1: Uh, I would feel more comfortable on the ship because it's no one knows that the ship is here. But uh, whatever Barris is up to, he has specific tastes for his uh leisure moments
2: i've noticed that um yeah i we can be on the ship but why don't you i mean you could check with him and see what he wants to do i'm afraid my ship is not very luxurious so you might have a better time in town so see what he wants to do
1: have you you've been to astoria correct
2: uh yes i have I've pretty much been all over the independent city-states in my travels.
1: Uh, Do you know if we're walking into a good area, a bad area?
2: The independent city-states really aren't great areas. That's kind of why I'm able to travel so freely around here. If you catch my drift, people don't really take well to people like me. But um, it's kind of an area where if if you don't make a ruckus, people don't really pay much attention to you as the mayor was pretty much saying. So I feel like if we lay low enough, we should be all right.
1: Okay. Do you think uh, we might have to count on you, maybe some uh, connections that you made down there? So uh, we'll be leaning heavily, it might seem, on you. Is that okay?
2: Fine. Um, I mean, you did make a comment about pirates before sounding a little bit untrustworthy. So are you comfortable with that? I've
1: known some pirates in my time to be... I believe the word is two-faced. And we've just Oops. met, so...
2: I'm gonna take a big drink after you that now, one.
1: You now know you have two targets with you. Uh, people are in high demand, so most pirates I know... I don't have much in the way of, uh, what is the word, uh, honor? Honor is the word? Oh, well,
2: again. Well, you'll just have to get to know me and see what I'm about.
1: Well, I, I hope that, uh, we can grow to trust each other.
2: I agree. That would be helpful. And just so you know, um, just because that sea, sea monster hasn't made an appearance to myself does not mean I am not worthy of it. Because I heard what the mayor said, and I am definitely worthy of a sea monster battle. I just wanted to put that out there. It really bothered me.
1: Well, do do sea battles on your own time. I don't want to be a part of that.
2: Well, if you're on my ship, unfortunately, that involves you. Just saying.
1: Very <laughs> <Pretty> good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll talk to Barris and see if he wants to stay here or on the ship.
2: Okay, and I raise my glass to him as he walks away.
1: Beres, is... good news. Be troubled there. Do you? How do you feel about sleeping in your own uh, luxurious? Uh, room with a view of the sea. Well, what are my
4: other options? It sounds pretty great the way you're describing it.
1: It's, it's the best Although option. Are any other obviously. options? Is, uh... There are, but they're, they're okay. not good. They're not fit for you. In my opinion.
4: All right. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, oceanfront property is always uh, preferable, is it not? So, exactly.
1: that sounds great
4: to me. That's, I'm amazed that yeah. you have able to
1: uh, make these accommodations already. After what we've been through, I think this is the best, you know. It's, it's what we deserve. And uh, I I'll, I'll okay, start... I Uh, it's so it's on a serial ship Uh, how does that feel okay so
4: so it's not so much room as it is a ship the ship that we just came from
1: yes but I can get you your own room how does is that feel? That That's same good. told me that
4: there? Uh, is is it the same room she said there was potatoes in?
1: Oh no, room didn't no have potatoes. Windows. No potatoes this time. This okay. this one I'll I'll have the uh I'll have the crew like make you something very nice. I'll tell them, you know, take care of my friend. Okay, as long as there's not
4: like an embassy that has like suite.
1: Uh, I don't know. Seems if like this are... the best option. Yeah, I don't know if there are embassies on this part of the. We are country. diplomats,
4: are we not? I mean.
1: Ah uh, yes, this is true. But um. I don't know. There?
4: It sounds like, it sounds like this is the best that thing that we're gonna come across. I'm. Stop, I understand that. Uh, things aren't exactly going to be like home every time. Um, but let's let's try and live a little when we have the opportunity to live a little. How about that?
1: Yes, I fully agree. This is good work. I'm very proud of you. I just feel as if it might be a little safer. Yet, you haven't let me down. Thank you, Barris. I really appreciate it. And uh, we can stay here for a little while longer if you want. We don't have to go now. Just... Uh, just yeah, they I bring it up. Okay,
4: let's have a few drinks. Let's try not to get too crazy in here, because I do not. I am uncomfortable with their drunken, disorderly uh, protocol here. <laughs> I'm yep, still uh, don't about that. I don't, I don't know why everybody feels like that's a normal thing, but um, is it a normal thing, Barry? Dude, I am. Yeah, in all in bars
1: the bars, have have cages. Uh, I'm going to be very honest with you. Uh, in all of my travels, not once have I ever seen a cage in the basement of a bar. So, this is a first.
3: And that's kind of why I don't Barry want to hasn't... stay here. Barry's never seen go go dancers before. <laughs> no, I have not.
2: Oh, God. That is
1: not up my alley. <laughs>
4: So it's not it's not our realm for me to to have pause about something like that. I just want to make sure because I am understanding that the world is not what I have thought that it was. But this is a weird
1: thing, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, Apparently, the world is not as what I thought it was either. (laughs) Uh, I have not been everywhere. But yeah, I I did not think it was commonplace to have a cage and bar. All
4: right, all right. Yeah, like I said, we'll uh, just keep an eye on, even keep an eye on Bad Drinkings, too. The other ones that we've uh, you know joined up with. I don't I don't want to get them locking
1: no cages either. I agree, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm keeping an eye on them. Just, uh, they seem like good people, but we don't... But at the very least, they seem useful to us. Yes. If they can get us to uh, a certain amount, you know, get us a certain distance here, then uh, nothing says we can't leave them. Uh, if we feel as if we are in more danger with them, but uh, as for now, it, I think you're all right. Maybe keep them with us. Alright. So uh, yeah, let's go drink.
3: Okay.
0: So uh, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, side conversations? Good. Alright. So, so um, you guys finish your drinks. Um, Finish the food that you can find, um, and you head outside, um, and you see uh, all the setup, um, and you know local businesses, and and you know uh, the equivalent of food trucks and stuff that uh, Rex um, has all uh, set up um, with his uh, with his 40 gold. Um, and you get there, and you see uh, everybody's gathered around the giant pit. Um, you know, you see giants and dwarves and. ...humans and, uh... ...like, basically every race... ...um, here... ...um, you kind of get the idea... ...of uh, Barrison and, and uh, Baragon... ...that sort of this area is like... ...where everybody that does not want to live... ...uh, within the two empires... ...kind of, kind of congregates... ...you know, this, this side of the continent... ...um, so it is a little... ...out of the ordinary for you guys... ...to see such a, a mix of people... ...in one area... ...um... As you, um, uh, walk up, uh, you see, uh, Jom, um, in his, uh, you know, uh, formal wear has the, uh, fire crystal in his hand, and, um, he goes, Alright, people of Emberberg, um, I know this is the, uh, first time this has ever happened, and I apologize for the, uh, the lights going out, um, but... I think we solved it, um, and, uh, we'll be getting the lights on, we'll get the party started, thank you so much, uh, Rex, uh, for, uh, setting up, uh, everything here, um, for this celebration, and then everybody back in the vivid fire after this is over, um, and you see him go, alright, uh, let's do this, and he, uh, he takes the, uh, crystal, and he takes, um, five steps backwards, turns around, and throws the crystal, um, into the, uh, Into the center pit there, it hits, um, you see the, the crystals start pulsating with light, um, just like you saw when they hit them with the fire spell, but in this case, they, uh, they get brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter, and then you notice, like, like a chain, um, the lights start flickering brighter and brighter all the way through the town, and, um, uh, all the, the houses start lighting up. The streets lit up. And this town looks completely different than the one you walked into. Um, and uh, you see the... Uh, uh, the crystal is now a giant, you know, uh, red and orange. Just lots of light um, in there. Um, and everything um, sort of uh, looks great. Um, you turn around, you see the vivid fire... Um, has all these lights that you didn't even see, and even uh, in, like, cursive right above the door is written the Vivid Fire um, uh, that you uh, had not noticed um, walking up there. Um, And Joan goes, well, it looks like we're back in business, everyone. Uh, To the Vivid Fire. And uh, the crowd uh, starts heading in um, towards there. You see some people getting food from the uh, food truck equivalents. Um, and he looks over at you guys and goes, um, yeah, so, um, this celebration will be going through the night, uh, feel free to stay here if you want, or, you know, if you gotta, if you gotta head back, um, you know, before your travels, um, feel free, um, and he, uh, goes, well, I'll be inside, and he looks over at, uh, uh, Barris uh, and, and Barry and goes i got to make sure I don't have to put anybody next to Lon in the cage downstairs. And he sort of gives a wink and walks into the bar.
1: Still so weird. <laughs> I'll never uh, get over this.
0: And, um, yep, so, uh, have you guys decided if you're going to make the two-hour trek back to the boat and stay there for the night, or are you going to stay in town? Forgot it was two hours. <laughs> well, it's like dusk, so you should make it
2: before nightfall. All right, guys, what's the plan? Where are we staying?
3: Well, I'm obligated to close uh, the bar down. This is another part of my yeah. religious tradition. So, I don't want to walk two hours.
2: Ignatius, <laughs> what do you think? Wow,
4: that's, uh... <laughs> we should probably back up our buddy, Rex.
2: And I look at Baragond. Um <sighs> How do you feel about that? <laughs>
1: Uh, I did not know that there was, uh, so many rules to this, um, I I just,
2: uh, whatever we're saying, I want to scout out ahead of time. I agree with you. Um, if it makes you feel better, I think I can do something. Let me just double check. If my familiar is on the ship, can can I summon it to us, Mark? believe...
0: I, I think can, you have to uncast and recast, so it would take like yeah. ten minutes.
2: Okay. So if it makes you feel better. And I uh, I uncast, find familiar, and then I'll recast. And,
0: uh, yeah, you see, and my, my
2: dog will show up.
0: Yeah, Barry, you see um, uh, Surreal uh, say this to you, walk off a little bit and start drawing out um, the runes needed uh, to cast the spell um, find familiar. Um, and she sits in quiet for about 10 minutes and, uh, uh, sort of, well, technically 11 minutes because it takes 10 to ritual cast and one to actual cast the spell. So, um, you, uh, see her and you're sort of, uh, just staring and there's just silence, um, as, as uh, she had made the grand notion of, you know, my dog will be here and then sat down for 11 minutes. Um, and I'm just drinking my
2: drink in between doing stuff and not talking to you.
0: <laughs> and um, 11 minutes later, the, uh, uh, you see the, uh, the dog arrive, um, scares a couple of the people standing like right behind her. Um, uh, but once they notice that it is friendly, they, they calm down. But uh, essentially, this giant uh, pit bull um, dog just sort of pops out of nowhere in front of these people. Um, and uh, so yep
2: yeah, uh, uh, Chunk is here Chunk there's a good boy so Chunk Chunk will uh, Chunk will help keep an eye out does that make you guys feel better
1: Duh. yes that is good uh, so question yes he, do you I don't remember do you have other uh, crew members on your ship
2: I have a select few yes
1: Okay, I just, because I was going to say, it's kind of weird if you just leave dog on ship and no one else protect it. Uh, Not, not not to tell you how to captain, (laughs) captain, but uh, yeah, that's all. Just want to make sure that our ship does not get stolen, or your ship, not our ship, your ship gets stolen in the middle of night.
2: I appreciate that. Now you're making me a little bit nervous to not be on my ship, to be honest.
1: I'm just saying... Uh, That is, uh, I guess, risk you take. I mean, we locked the wheel before we left, didn't we?
2: We did. We put that metal thing on the wheel, so it should be good.
1: (laughs) Very smart.
0: (laughs) Alright, so is there um, any checks you want to do as you go into the bar, Barry?
1: Uh, So uh, we're staying in the bar, right? I guess there's rooms in there?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 an inn okay. upstairs.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll just do like a a sweep of the room that Barris and I will be staying in.
0: All right. So, uh, give me an investigation check.
1: Sure. Twenty. It's uh, a dirty twenty.
0: All right. Yeah. You look nice. around. It, yep. It it um you don't find any uh, traps or. Um, any kind of like uh, surveillance um, things um, in there. Um, it seems pretty clean. Uh, well, clean in that sense. Not clean in the. You know, it is kind of dusty and dirty um, in there. Um, but it seems um, with that role, uh, pretty safe in there. And um, you're not um, proficient in Arcana, are you?
1: I am not.
0: Okay, then then never mind. Um, so, uh, you, um, you know, uh, sweep the area, and it seems fine to you.
1: Okay. Uh, Barris, change of plans. We are going to stay here tonight, not in the cage. Uh, I got those rooms. Is that okay? Yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be a
4: two-hour walk in, in the darkness, I will, uh, you know, I'll put, put some down if, it, if the accommodations aren't to my liking. But I'd rather not go trudging back to that ship. Didn't realize it. Was, I guess I forgot in the two hours since we've come from the ship, and how long we walked from the ship. I suppose.
1: Yeah, it', it long day. I agree. Uh, so I'll. I'll keep watch for most of the night, and then uh, just to make sure, it should be okay. I, I clean the I sweep the room,
2: it's okay.
4: Like I said, I trust you, Barry. Um,
2: Mark, when we're walking uh, into the bar, I also want to do a scan to see if I recognize any of the people yeah. in there at yeah.
0: all. So it'd be a uh, perception.
2: Uh, I don't know why it rolled twice, but I rolled a 16 first.
0: Okay. So, 16. um, You don't notice um, anything um, in particular. Um, These people, you know, you you may have seen some of them in, you know, when you were on the docks, you know, in Astoria and other, you know, trading locations. But nobody that sticks out to you. Um, I will give you one thing. Roll me an intelligence check.
2: Ooh, that was a natural one. So I rolled a three.
0: Yeah. So um, you don't you don't recall anything um, that you may have uh, picked up in a room you were previously in. Um, so um, you uh, you know it just looks like regular town folk. You see, you know Rex doing his thing over there, and um, yeah. Uh, so so Rex, how do you uh, close down the the bar?
3: I muted myself. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Um, Rex is running the beer pong tournament, and I want Ignate um, Iggy to help me because um, he's got those gloves of missile deflecting, so he's the only person who um, can, like, catch and nail the -the behind-the-back shots. (laughs) Um, So I got to have him on my team. Okay. You got it. Beer pong tournament. Closing down the bar. I'm not, like, the one physically closing the bar, just being there until it closes. Yeah. And, um... Uh... I don't have anything prepared to say at the end of the, n- <laughs> at the end of the night. Yeah.
0: No, that's good. I just want to s- yeah. see what you were thinking. Beer pong tournament is great. Um, so yeah. give me um, uh, give me D twenty rolls, um, just straight sure. D twenties. I'm gonna do a luck thing, where it, yeah. you know, above a ten good, below a ten bad.
3: Uh, how many rolls?
0: Uh, so, uh, I need, um, uh, both of you to do it. Hold
3: I got up. a seven. Okay. Just straight up and down.
0: Yeah. Uh, four. Yeah, so, um, first game of the night. Luckily, it's double elimination. Um, you guys lose horribly. Uh, so give me a constitution check. Or saving throw, I guess.
3: This is the other reason I want Iggy on my team. 23.
0: Okay. Um, so, you, being mostly a robot, um, Rex, <laughs> have no problems, you know. Uh,
3: oh, I also have advantage on this. But yeah, anyways.
0: downing these, you know, the drinks you have to down or whatever you do to make it look like you're downing these drinks. Um, and have no ill effects. Uh, it... Your tummy feels a little off there, Ignatius. Um, but not anything that you can't power through. Um, so uh, give me uh, another uh, straight 20 roll here. And let's see if you guys move on.
4: <laughs> Four. <laughs> Six. This is going so well.
0: Uh, so you guys uh, unfortunately lose both matches. Um, give me constitution saving throws. Eleven.
3: Eleven. 16 okay that's the advantage so
0: luckily um you both stayed above 10 um so uh iggy you're not feeling too well you you probably at this point uh pat your good buddy on the shoulder and head on up to your room um (laughs) after losing these two matches pretty handily um and uh you uh retire for the night uh rex uh obviously you need to stay around so you sort of shake off um the embarrassment and all that and sort of hang around, um, just for fun. Um, give me a, uh, give me a perception check for you're watching the championship match. 16, 16. All right. So, um, uh, you notice, um, that, uh, there's something a little off about the, uh, in terms of the way the team that won is throwing the ball into the cups or the rock in this case, I guess it would be because I don't think they'd have plastic ping pong balls. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> um, uh, so do you, uh, I'll just leave this up to you. Uh, do you. Do you confront them or do you want to just let it be and sort of usher
3: everyone out of the bar? I mean, I'm not like aggressively confronting them, but I want to ask them, like, what are their, um, what's their technique for beer pong? He goes. Because I did not do nearly as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, so they go, well, uh, you see it's this, uh, this, um, this, It's little gnome, um, is, is to the right and there's like a human, uh, with like a ponytail there and he goes, uh, well, you know, it's just, it's just all in the elbow, you just gotta keep the elbow straight and, uh, it seems to go in there, um, give me an insight check.
4: Right, second,
3: 19.
0: Yeah, so, um. Yeah, you're you're pretty sure he's bullshitting you. Um, are you? Do you have anything with Arcana?
3: Yes, I am okay. trained in Arcana.
0: So, so give me an Arcana check. Ten. Yeah. So just just what you need. Um, so you notice that um, essentially he the, this uh, human has modified a spell, um, uh, sort of like um, Mage Hand a little bit, but it's like invisible Mage Hand. And he sort of throws the ball, and the mage hand takes the ball and drops it into the cup. Okay. Every time. Um, but uh, yeah, you 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 only pick up on that information because you're Arcana. But uh, yeah. Um, you know, it's uh with getting over a ten, you sort of have an idea of how to actually implicate, um, how to uh, make mage hand invisible. Um, okay. To you guys, you you haven't fully figured it out yet. You just need a little time to think about it, but. Um, you sort of pick up on the essence of it.
3: Yeah, so So. I don't have regular spells like that. However, um, Rex does have some magic and is trained in Arcana, and so I'm going to pass that knowledge on to um, Surreal, and I think she's the only one who does regular spells like that right now
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so it's basically um, with those roles I was just uh, giving you a little thing for future you know in case you want to use it at any point um, that you have this knowledge to uh, have invisible hate mage hand yep so you uh, usher everyone out of the bar you sort of um, uh, say so long to Jome and um, head on upstairs and you guys uh, get your rest uh, for the evening and uh, that is where we'll end the first episode